the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. It is the Nick D Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. How's everybody doing? I'm your host, Nick DiGilio. Show number 70. 7-0. Show number 70, if you can believe that. Been so much fun doing this podcast, having a great time. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Please spread the word. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your aunts. Tell your uncles. Tell your jagoff brother-in-law who you don't like. I don't care if you don't like them. Have them Subscribe. Radiomisfits.com, the home of this podcast and many, many other really great, informative, and fun and entertaining podcasts. My thanks to Ed and everybody at Radio Misfits. Uh, Jason Skaggs is my man. He does all the themes and the songs. Uh, and you will be hearing another Jason Skaggs creation coming up a little bit later in this episode. It's pretty special. Jason Skaggs, an amazingly talented dude, and I'm very, very happy to have him uh, providing all the songs and the themes and the sounds and the weirdness of this podcast. Uh, you can be a part of this podcast as well. We really want your feedback. We want your emails. We want your voicemails 24-7, anytime, anywhere, any place. You want to call us and leave a voicemail or send us an email, voicemail us now. Questions, comments, uh, anything. 773-417-6948. Leave those voicemails now. Email nickdpodcast at gmail.com. We get a ton of uh, voicemails and a ton of emails. We listen and read all of them. Listen to and read all of them, and we play many of them back on the podcast, which we're about to do in just a couple of seconds here. So please be a part of the podcast via voicemail, 773-417-649, via email, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to be a sponsor and you want to advertise on this podcast, we reach a lot of people. It'll be good for you. So be a part of the show as a sponsor. Advertise here. Sales at radiomisfits.com. Drop us a line. Say, hey, we want to be a part of the Nick D Podcast as a sponsor. Sales at radiomisfits.com. Coming up on the show, no special uh, surprise guests at this time. Uh, Esma is going to be joining me. Esmeralda Leon is going to be joining me a little bit longer than usual. And we're going to have a visit from Slap Slapley, a special visit from Slap Slapley. Normally, the great British von vivant Slap Slapley joins us. You know, he's very good friends. I don't know if you know this or not, but he's very good friends with the executive producer of The Steve Cochran Show, which you can hear every weekday morning on WLS AM 890 right here in Chicago. It's the best morning drive show in Chicago, and it's not even close. The other jokers who are on the other radio stations aren't even coming close to providing the great, very entertaining, informative, and wonderful morning show that Steve Cochran provides, especially at the car wash. It's a joke over there. But anyway, Steve Cochran is on, and uh, he's really good friends. Slap Slapley is really good friends with the executive producer of the Steve Cochran Show, our good friend Tom Hush, who is a lovely man. Anyway, his really good friend, Slap Slapley, is going to join us. Now, he's joining us not for a regular round of For the Record, the music quiz show that we do with myself and Esmeralda. No, he's joining us to uh, reminisce about the Queen. Yes, we all know that. Queen Elizabeth passed away last week. Um, and, uh, and so we're going to get his thoughts on the Queen, 
per passing, and I believe he's had some uh, personal experiences and stories that he can share about the Queen. So we'll get a visit from Slap Slapley. Esmeralda's going to join us. We're going to talk about some scary facts, liars, weird, crazy laws, which we were talking about before, and we are going to tell you all about the new business venture that Esmeralda and I have launched, and that would be the Esma Olis Law Firm. That's right, the Esma Olis Law Firm. The adventures of the Esma Olis Law Firm begin on this episode. So please, stay tuned for all of that. In the meanwhile, we get uh, those emails, and we get those voicemails, and I do want to share a couple of those with you right now. Um, here is a, an email that we received. And again, send any of your emails to nickdpodcast.gmail.com. And this is Heath, who is in Mersfreeboro, Tennessee. And he says, hi, Nick. I love the podcast. I look forward to new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. That's right. Every Tuesday, every Friday, brand new episodes of the Nick D Podcast here on Radio Misfits. And anywhere you can get your podcast. Subscribe now. Spread the word. I was wondering if you had time to tell the tale of the quick story, backstory of the origin of that Carrie Russell clip. Uh, This is what he's talking about. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and I love Nick's show. That's right. That's right. She does. Uh, As you all know, if you know, if you're a regular listener, if you've known me for many years, I was obsessed with the show Felicity. Still am. It's still one of the greatest shows of all time, and I love Carrie Russell. Particularly in Felicity, the four seasons of Felicity are four of my favorite seasons in the history of television of any show. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And I adore Carrie Russell and I adore that show. Hi, um, I'm Carrie Russell and I love Nick's show. So anyway, Carrie Russell is a regular on this uh, podcast. At least that soundbite is. Uh, And Heath was saying, uh, if you had the time to tell the quick backstory of the origin of the Carrie Russell clip, I remember also hearing the clip on your radio show, but I've never heard how it came to be or when it was recorded. I also like how you've added the squeaking door before and after the clip and her being on your back porch. Keep up the great work. I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. And that's Heath. Thank you. Uh, Well, here's the story. Back in the day, years ago, when I was working over at uh, the aforementioned idiotic car wash radio station, WGN, run by a bunch of morons now, one moron in particular, uh, when I was working there years ago, when it was actually run by real people, like a normal set of people who actually understood the radio station, didn't uh, disrespect it in any way, and actually had regard for the history of the radio station. Uh, the people that run it now don't, particularly one moron um, who doesn't care about it, and he's an idiot. But anyway, uh, back when it was a real radio station, when it was a good radio station, and as opposed to what it is now, which is it could be a car wash for all we're concerned, but back in those days... A guy named Spike O'Dell, a legendary broadcaster, the kind of class broadcaster that would actually be on that radio station back then. Anyway, he was doing mornings, and uh, one morning, Carrie Russell came in. She was in town, and it was uh, right around Thanksgiving time, and she was going to uh, light the, uh, the tree uh, at, uh, at uh, the Daily Center, light the tree, and be the efficient of the, uh, the, like the Thanksgiving parade or the holiday parade. It was one of those things. It, I think it was like the holiday parade after Thanksgiving. But she was going to be there to light the tree and to do the whole thing. And she stopped by Spike Lee's show, or Spike Lee, <laughs> Spike O'Dell's show at the WGN Studios, Studio A Combo, which was uh, in the Tribune Tower years and years ago, back when it was a real radio station and not a joke. Um, anyway, so, so she was going to come in in the morning, um, plug the fact that she was going to be at Daly Center, they were going to light the tree, and she was going to speak and be there, and Carrie Russell was going to be the person that kicked off the holiday season, the celebrity that kicked off the holiday season at Daly Center uh, in Chicago. And so she stopped by Spike O'Dell's show, which, 
anybody who was anyone would stop by the the, the Spike O'Dell show to talk about stuff and plug things um, because that's what you did because Spike was a legend and, you know, the morning drive guy at that time. So uh, it was too early for me. Um, and if I remember correctly, it was a, a, there was a very, a, very, a very weird thing happened. A friend of mine had passed away like right around that time um and uh it was one of those deals where where like i had commitments that i had to do and i couldn't be there in the morning spike was on in the morning she was going to be there at like seven o'clock in the morning and that was just way too early for me and if i remember correctly it was right around the same time that my friend passed away uh in 2008 and uh so anyway i couldn't be there so the point is that carrie russell came into spike odell's show back at wgn in the day to talk about her being the 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 person who was going to light the tree uh, and I couldn't be there. So Spike said to her, hey, listen, there's this guy who, um, who hosts the overnight show here on WGN, who loves you, who loves Felicity, who just worships the ground that you walk on. And it would mean so much to him, to my friend Nick, if you were to say something like, hi, I'm Kerry Russell. I love Nick DeGilio or I love Nick's show. I love his radio show. Whatever you want to say, please say that and he will buy me beers for the rest of my life. That's what Spike said. And then she was kind enough. She was laughing. She was like, oh, that's great. I'm so I'm thrilled that he likes the show. I'm thrilled that he's a fan, blah, blah, blah. So here you go. Hi, I'm Kerry Russell and I love Nick's show. So that's where it came. Spike O'Dell, when Kerry Russell was in the show, knew that I was or on his show, knew that I was a huge fan of Felicity, knew that I loved her. And told Carrie Russell to, in fact, leave that message for me. So that's where it came from. 2008, she was on the Spike O'Dell show uh, in the studio at, at the old WGN studios. And she said... Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and I love Nick's show. Yes, and it's become a regular thing now. Um, you know, she's a regular contributor. She lives on my back porch. You'll find out when Esmeralda gets here. She has a tendency to ring the back doorbell and come in and, and say Hi, this. I'm Carrie Russell, and, and I love Nick's show. And so it's become a bit where now Carrie Russell lives on my back porch 24-7, and she comes in every once in a while and rings the bell. But that's where it all comes from. Spike O'Dell, 2008. Carrie Russell came in studio, was on his show, uh, and Spike said, hey, would you say something really nice for my friend Nick? And then he said he would never have to pay for a beer for the rest of his life. And it was true. Uh, as long as Spike was living here, I bought him many beers uh, during that time period. So anyway, that's where it all comes from, Spike O'Dell's show. Uh, so there it is. We also get voicemails. So thank you, Heath. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, and thank you for asking a question. And that's the origin of the Kerry Russell clip that you hear so often on this podcast. Uh, we also get voicemails. Again, you can leave a voicemail. Voicemail 773-417-6948. 773-417-6948. And uh, this is Todd who left just a nice, quick, very sweet voicemail for us, which you can do the same. Hey, Nick. Todd here. How you doing? Nice to, nice to finally hear you back on the air. Uh, I'm a big listener. I think I've listened to every podcast and a few of them more than once. Uh would like to wish you the best and, uh, and, and also the best to Esmeralda as well. Thanks, pal. And keep on being on that podcast. Bye-bye now. All right. Thank you, Todd. Uh, keep on being on that podcast. Well, I plan on it. Um, <laughs> as long as Radio Misfits will have me and as long as I, uh, I, I, I continue to do this twice a week, I plan on doing this podcast for a very long time and hopefully even more as it goes on. So thank you, Todd. I appreciate that. And I appreciate everybody who sends the emails and who leaves the voicemails. Uh, we love you. We could not do this podcast without you. So uh, anyway, hey, uh, by the way, 
In addition to uh, Asma coming up for her regular visit, Slap Slaply stopping by to reminisce a little bit about the Queen, it's Tuesday, and that means my dad's going to stop by and tell a joke. My dad's been telling jokes for his whole life. He just turned 81 a couple of weeks ago, uh, and he's still telling jokes. He's still bagging groceries at Jewel three to four nights a week. I don't know how the hell he does it. Guy's got more energy than I do. And uh, he's been a part of my show back at uh, the WGN days, uh, telling jokes, and he still continues to tell jokes here. So that'll be coming up as well. Uh, I would quickly just want to mention a movie that I am. There, sometimes a movie comes out, um, and I am baffled by the response to it, uh, especially if it's a horror movie, especially if it's a movie um, in the genre that I am most expert in, that I know the most, that I love the most. Uh, and currently, there's a film out right now uh, called Barbarian, which is this sort of horror slash satire slash comedy uh, film uh, that is out now. Um, and inexplicably, it's getting unbelievable, uh, like, sort of responses from crowds and especially uh, critics. Critics have gone uh, kind of nuts over this movie. Um, and uh, it made a lot of money. Uh, in its first weekend, uh, it made a, a a really good amount of money in its first weekend, um, and and it's been like critically acclaimed. Like people have really you know are raving about it. And as someone who considers himself, and I am, I don't consider myself, I am truly a horror film expert, and I know horror better than I don't know ninety five percent of the people on the planet. Um, I am astounded and baffled by the response that this piece of shit movie is getting. Uh, and it's called Barbarian, and for some reason people are like, oh, it's surprising, and it's this, and it's that, and it's, oh, it's very scary and intense and, and, and wholly original, and you'll never know what's going to happen and all that. That's a bunch of crap. So I'm astonished, and it very rarely happens when a movie, especially, like I said, in the horror genre, uh, gets such incredible responses from audiences and, and has left me completely cold. Like, I think this movie sucks. And it's not the first movie that came out this year that I hated that everybody else seemed to love. The other one is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, or whatever that stupid-ass uh, Michelle Yeoh movie was that came out, which I hated. I think it's one of the worst movies of the year. Incredibly pretentious and incredibly pompous. And if you want to watch Michelle Yeoh, go back and watch her, her the old good stuff that she did, not this stupid, pretentious nonsense that thinks it's brilliant, but it isn't, that thinks it's deep, but it's incredibly shallow. So that's, that's the other one that came out this year that everybody seemed to love that I think sucks, and I think everything, everywhere, all at once is one of the worst movies of the year. But this barbarian thing, um, I'm a horror aficionado. I'm a horror expert. And this is not a good movie. It's not a good horror movie. It's not a good satire. Uh, the setup and the story structure, and I won't give anything away because apparently there are spoilers. Uh, so I won't give anything away, but the setup and the structure of the movie is a little bit unusual, uh, except, you know, a, 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 and, it, and it is unusual, but there are no surprises in it. Once they shift gears and change things in an unexpected way, it's set up very, the story is told in very unexpected ways, in three different chunks and jumps. But once the jump happens, every single thing that happens in every section of this movie has been done a million times before. There are no surprises. It's not scary. It's not suspenseful. Every character is either a one-dimensional, unbelievably underwritten stereotype, or they're an asshole, a completely irredeemable asshole, or they are the dumbest characters on the planet, which means whenever they are in peril or they might die, you go, so what? That's an asshole, that's a one-dimensional stereotype, or that's a dummy. 
none of which you can emotionally get involved in, none of which you can care about. The movie is written and directed by a guy named Zach Krager, C-R-E-G-G-R, and he's best known as a guy who is one of the founders of The Whitest Kids You Know. And The Whitest Kids You Know is a pretty stupid uh, a, a comedy troupe, like, a, like, a, like an improv comedy troupe that does uh, sketches. They are a sketch comedy group. They had their own TV show. They made a movie he directed called Miss March about 11 years ago. The guy's never made a horror movie, and he is his background is bad sketch comedy. And that's what this movie feels like. It feels exactly like it was made by a guy who's never made a horror movie and by a guy whose background is bad sketch comedy because that's what it feels like. It's attempts at satire, and there are many, fall miserably. It is a bad movie, an actively bad movie that is not nearly as surprising as people think it is. The creature, the big, like, scary creature in it, is a variation on a million other creatures that have been done before. Uh, just go back to what uh, you want to go back to, the, to, to one of the granddaddies of them all or grandwomen of them all. Go back to um, uh, Evil Dead. Sam Raimi created a character very, very similar to this stupid character. The, the villain in the movie. Go back to Evil Dead. There's a character in the Evil Dead movies that this movie owes a lot to. Everything in this movie has been done a million times before. It's not scary. It's not suspenseful. It's not funny. It is a terrible movie that fails at satire, that fails at horror, fails at everything it possibly gets to, and becomes completely, increasingly ridiculous and gory and stupid to the point where I was checking my watch every 45 seconds during the last hour of this movie. Um, it's un, it, it is structured unexpectedly, except that there are absolutely no surprises, no scares, no suspense. Barbarian is a terrible movie. And if you're one of the people who are running around saying it's great, you've never seen anything like it, it's original, it's funny, it's really, really scary, you were drunk when you saw it, and you'll always be drunk. So as a horror film fanatic and as a horror film expert, I just want to make sure that everybody knows, if you loved Barbarian, okay, we don't agree, and I kind of think you're an idiot. And if you didn't see it, um, realize that the people who are loving this movie maybe have never seen a horror movie in their life before. I don't know. It's a terrible movie, and I just wanted to make sure that people knew that. So, fuck Barbarian. It's a terrible movie. Don't believe the hype. And there shouldn't be hype. It's awful. So anyway, I wanted to say that and get that out. As a horror expert, I'm embarrassed that the horror community has embraced this awful movie. So, had to speak up for my tribe who seem to be on drugs because a lot of them like this movie. Anyway, Barbarian sucked. There are a lot of other great movies out there that you can see, and I'll talk about them on this podcast. And actually, in fact, in the next episode, Friday's episode, uh, Eric and Steve will be with me, and we'll talk about good horror movies and good movies. There you go. So anyway, that explains a bunch of stuff. Uh, let me say congratulations and bring in Esma after that. Congratulations. You're about to listen to the Nick D Podcast. It's by far the best decision you've made today. It makes the other podcasts seem like crap. Oh yeah, don't be a jackal. Esmeralda Leon, yeah, Esma, I'm talking about that Esma, Esmeralda Leon. 
time you hear that theme you know it's time for esmeralda leon uh and let's say hello to uh esmeralda hi esmeralda hello what in the hell's happening how are you i am doing great how yeah. are you uh, you know it's all it's good how was your weekend it was fine yeah. <laughs> i didn't do much we just no? hung out okay um stayed inside because it was disgustingly gross on yeah yeah uh, I, um, I made the mistake of falling asleep with the windows open and, oh no. Yeah. And my, and, uh, the, my back, the near my back porch where of course, you know, oh, hold on a second. Oh God. <laughs> hi, I'm Carrie Russell and I hi. love Nick's show. Carrie got quite Did, damp. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell hi, Carrie. and I love Nick's show. So yeah. Do you have an uh, umbrella at least? Yeah. She's okay, but it was pretty bad for a while. She was swimming upstream on, on, on the back Ooh. porch. Um, but yeah, I left the, the the back windows open, so the the back part of my dining room by my radiator was complete. <laughs> was, oh no! I, mean, I fell asleep and and it came down like I mean when I when I got up because I heard all the noise and I got up and I went oh yeah. shit and I, and I was okay in the living room because the wind was blowing the opposite direction, but mm-hmm. my dining room was just like well hello where are the I need flippers at this point. Um, yeah, a lot of people's basements got flooded. Yes. Not good. So, not not good, good. Not good. But then I, after, after the rain had, had ended, I did uh, last night, uh, late night at the Logan, I went to go see Clueless, which was a fantastic. Oh, there you go. On the big screen, even though their, their sound was screwed up and the, one, of the tracks oh, no. was, one of the tracks was too low, so all the music... Uh, Did you jump up and, and just reenact all the scenes then? Uh, n- no, I mean, it didn't. It was just like <laughs> the music was too low. So when, uh, um, what's, it, what, what's the band that's in the movie? This, the, uh, oh, shit. The band that's in the, <laughs> the, in the movie. Right, anyway, anyway. Oh. Uh, um, the, the, uh, never had to laugh and fly. Those idiots. Uh, whatever. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Slap will know because we're going to get a visit from Slap. Maybe he'll remember. But anyway, like mm-hmm. that, that was too low, and the, and the music itself, anytime there was music on the soundtrack blasting, it was too low, and the dialogue was too up. I went out one time, and it, they didn't seem to give a shit. There was like, there was, it was a Sunday night at 11 o'clock, and I went out about 11.15, and there was like one guy left sitting, standing by the popcorn going, what, what do <laughs> yeah. you want? And I'm like, uh, that's okay, man. I, uh, anyway. But it was great, mm-hmm. and it was, it, was, it was lovely. And two girls showed up dressed up like Cher. Like they had her. Nice. They had the costume on and the whole thing, so it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. But it, it wasn't raining. But I'll tell you something. It was lovely and cool. This weather I like. Yeah. I like I a blanket. this. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that nice? So anyway. Well, I mentioned slap. Esmeralda, you know, we're going to get to our, uh, uh, our we're going to talk more about weird laws. And as you know, we have opened up the Esma Olis Law Firm. Yes. Where you are the head lawyer and I am your bitch assistant. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we now have <laughs> we now have a commercial and here quickly here's our jingle. Esma Olas Law Firm. That's right. So that's our jingle. Um, and we will hear if we have an actual full commercial, Esmeralda, for our for our law firm. Nice. So if people need help with weird laws, they come to us. And we we'll, are we'll, here. That's right. So we'll talk about that. My dad's going to stop by and tell a joke. Uh, and all that's coming up. But before that, we always we usually get a visit from this British guy who lives in a submarine. 
And when mm-hmm. th- this guy slaps Slapley, who is really, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, Esmeralda, but he's very good friends with the executive producer of the Steve Cochran show, uh, weekday mornings, 530 to 9 on WLS, the Big 89. He's really good friends with Tom Hush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they know each other. And so he drops by uh, periodically to hang out with us and to quiz us on our music knowledge with something called uh, For the Record. But he's not going to do that. He, we're we're going to get a special visit from Slap. So I think I, I can hear him coming. Are you ready for a little special visit from Slap, Esmeralda? Oh, yeah. Always. Okay, well, let's see what happens when I do this. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, He's, no. Oh, Slap is... Slap oh. is a little oh, upset. Slap bloody. is crying. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, no. Slap. Well, Slap is, has brought the submarine in, and, uh, and we want to thank you for joining us. I, I, I can tell that you're all, you sound inconsolable, Slap. Oh, I, uh, Nicholas, I am bereft. I am, I am devoid of happiness. Uh-huh. It's like I've had every... Imagine if every uh, uh, you know, crumpet in England just disappeared at once. And no. they never not, came oh, back. No. That is not every crumpet. Right every single one. Every crumpet, every tea bag, every sausage roll is gone. We oh, are wow. in shambles. This is the end of Britain as we know it. Wow. Well, um, devastating. Now, there are yeah. two questions I have. Uh, I, I guess we have to ask uh, uh, two questions, which is why I just said. Hey, by the way, uh, Slap, you don't know what, who the band is. I always forget the name. You don't know who the band it's is. It's the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That, thank you. Sake. I figured. That's, so, really? that's what you're going oh. to ask me. That's what you're going to ask me today <laughs> of all days. You're going to ask How me. How insensitive of you, that? Nick. What, what kind, a third wave ska band from 1999. <laughs> right. Who cares? Who right. cares? I'm sorry. I just in a, And you know what? I saw Clueless last night on the big screen, and even though they're in the movie, I actually forgot the name of the band. But they're in the movie anyway but they, yes they thank could, you they could be called the sons of timbuktu for all i care this <laughs> all right i'm sorry important all right all right i'm <laughs> sorry okay uh all right well the, now the question now as well we got to be a little concerned slap sounds inconsolable have you ever heard yeah. slap like this before no never he's usually he has a brave face on whatever it is except all right. this day wow okay well let me ask you this though the there there, there are two questions slap that i have to ask you okay why are you so upset? Because there are two reasons to be upset, Slap. There, there are two, two reasons. There are two reasons for Brits to be upset right now. One is that they have this new prime minister named Liz Truss. Okay, <laughs> Oh wait, hold on. I think we lost Slap. Is Slap Slap? Oh no! Are you Sorry, there? The, 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 the Wi-Fi is they're taking the country. It's oh. already terrible. Well, I will repeat. I will repeat. The, the, the two questions that I have. Yes. Because there are two reasons, Slap, two reasons why Brits should be very upset. So the question is, which of these two reasons are why you're so upset? Because there are two. There are two. One is because the new incumbent prime minister is this woman named, named Liz Truss. Um, and I think personally, of my opinion is, Brits should be a little upset about, uh, about this person being the new prime minister. But considering who was the prime minister before this, it might be a step up. I'm not sure. But so are you upset about Liz Truss, number one? Number two, and the other one, obviously, is the queen. But we'll get to that. Where does Slap stand on uh, Liz Truss? 
Where do I stand on Liz Truss? Um, I mean, it's kind of like if you've had, if, if you're having breakfast and every day for the last like three or four years, they've just given you a bowl of mud. They've just given you a bowl of mud every day for breakfast. And then all of a sudden they said, guess what? We're not giving you a bowl yeah. of mud. We're yeah. giving you a bowl of Weetabix, which oh. is kind of like just a wheat <laughs> cereal. I mean, it's a step up from the bowl of mud, but it's still right. not a great right. breakfast, is it? Yeah. It's right. just, it's not very good. So, um, you know, it's, she's, she's like the, the second or third prime minister who is not actually elected by the people right. of Britain at large. <laughs> right. So, I mean, what I mean? What else is there? I mean, this is what we're dealing with. She, this is uh, this is a state of affairs. She, she is very proud of a pork fest uh, that she that she spoke about. I mean, uh, who wouldn't be? She's come uh, on she, pork her, fest. Her, her, her sound bites slap. Her sound bites have been pretty special uh, so far over the, over the past few weeks. I mean, I it's it's something. It's. <laughs> Just really something. Right, right. I'm really excited about okay. the country. Yeah. Really, really I looking bet. forward okay. to this. Well, Ooh. now that we have, uh, and by the way, I think it was a mistake for her to be at the, like, a, there was like a conservative, uh, she was speaking at a conservative event, and she spoke, for some reason, she spoke like really uh, highly of Boris. It was like going on and on how great he was, and she paused for applause, and they didn't come. <laughs> no, no, she was just kind of no, she was just kind of standing at the mic, like waiting for people, and then suddenly, like a smattering happened. And I'm like, dude, you, wow. ma'am, you might not want to bring up this dude's name. That might not be a good. A good yeah, I mean, I mean, he's just been sacked. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. just leave it, leave it out, Liz. Uh, all right, leave well. It out. The complications in uh, in in your lovely homeland in the UK are a little bit weird right now because of that. And then, of course, uh, Queen Elizabeth, um, ninety six years young, as we like to say, mm. uh, passed away. And I believe that's what you were so inconsolable about a few moments right. ago. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, Nick. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. With her genes and with. Her doctors just she could have lived at least another twenty years. I really, I really believe you, that. You think but, so? You think she? Yeah, she I. Okay, I've, she could have I lived think, to. Uh, she could have lived to uh, 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 like a hundred and twenty. About a hundred and twenty. Yeah, something like that. Hundred and sixteen. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, but why not a hundred and twenty? Not why not two hundred? You know, right. I mean, I, oh, wow, I, I like to believe that the shock of having to actually shake hands with Liz Truss pretty much killed her. <laughs> That was pretty much it. <laughs> Just the, the, She's like, I'm out. Horror. Yeah, she says the horror of having to actually right. look Liz Truss in the face and say, welcome, Prime Minister, might have honestly erased any sort of advantage she had had right. for the next, you know, maybe four right. years of her life. I mean, you know, because, uh, it's ridiculous. You know, because the, the UK has had such good luck with female Prime Ministers in the past. So, well, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've I've got to say this. I've always kind of resented the fact that the that Margaret Thatcher was known as the Iron Lady. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't Elizabeth be the Iron Lady? Or you would make, think. Was she? She's the Platinum Lady, or, or some yeah. some other sort something of better than precious iron. metal? Yeah. yeah. Something. Well, the, the, I don't know. I don't. So know. slap. I, I just, mean, just you 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 were very upset. Tell me what Queen Elizabeth meant. To you personally, to your home, your your homeland, uh, and and this loss of this ninety six year old woman who passed away of natural causes at ninety six. How uh, uh, 
How, mm-hmm. how devastating, and please tell me about your thoughts on her as the queen and your personal thoughts about, about Queen Elizabeth. Well, I'll, let me start with the fact that I went to school with Charles. I went to oh, school you with Charles. Oh, you yeah. did. Oh, and he's, he, he's a sneaky bastard, and, uh, you know, he, he, I can't believe he's king. I mean, whatever. He's my sovereign. I will let it go. I will let it happen. He will be King Charles. He is King Charles III. I'll, I'll just let that sit. Um, yeah, yeah. He, she was always quite nice, uh, Lizzie. She, I mean, we'd Lizzie. go around after. Yeah, oh, we were on wow. first name basis. Oh, me, okay. Me and, me and huh. the queen. Um, I used to go around their place for marmalade sandwiches and tea. Uh, Right. Um, oh my. Me, Charles, and Paddington Bear, great mates back in the day. Um, just a really, really nice old lady who was also the symbol of worldwide oppression of fourteen different nations. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. an interesting, a very complicated figure. Now, what did she mean to the people of the UK? I mean, at this point, she kind of just means a bank holiday. You just get a day <laughs> off on a Monday, you know? Right. But before that, I mean, it was just a bit of cheeky fun, wasn't it? It was just this sort of like, you know, th- it was the last thing that mattered in the UK, really. Yeah. You know, because we don't really, I mean, the Beatles are gone. The Sex Pistols are gone, you know? Um, <laughs> well, the Sex Pistols re- had a very good relationship with the Queen. I mean, yeah, they did yeah. a really nice song for her. They God did. Save they the did. Yeah. They did yeah, they a really did. nice song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now uh, what she means? She meant uh, some really cool tours of a really couple old buildings. Yeah. Um, wow. She made. The, I mean, basically because of her, and I don't know how this is going to continue. I mean, through her lifetime, Canada was our bitch. You know, I mean. <laughs> It really is. It's not really its own country, basically. They don't have any sort of national identity. I mean, it's our favorite way to subjugate Canadian, uh, to subjugate the French, really. Ah. French Canada is our best way to turn around to France and say, stuff it, you know? Right. Because they, they, you know, they ostensibly belong to us. Um, So that was pretty cool. But the rest of the oppression, not very good. Not very good at all. So the. What is uh, is what's, who did the, I don't even follow because I don't give a shit about the royal family. But who uh, who's steady the, on well, steady <laughs> on? Which, so so uh, a so, woman has died. I understand that. Princess dies. Kids. Uh, what, what what are their names again? William and what? Uh, that would be William and Harry. Harry. Which yeah. one is married to the actress from Suits? Oh, that would be Harry. Harry is married to Meghan Markle. Right. So Meghan is now she a princess now? Is she going to be in there? No. Re- gonna... No. Remember that the, they renounced their. They kind of renounced their royalness. They right because why? Because they weren't related. Was that? Is well, there... no, 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 no. Uh, well, that's the uh, please, please. If we want to do Diana conspiracy theories, that's a uh-huh. whole. That's okay. a whole other rabbit hole. But um. Uh-huh. No, because uh, Megan was in her in her opinion, and um, I tend to share that opinion, was treated quite terribly by was, the British yes. press because Absolutely. of her, because she's um, half black, right, and also uh, American, as far as right. I know. Yeah. Um, so she, I mean, they stepped away from the monarchy completely. Her they and did. Harry are, are, are far away. So really, it's basically just William and Kate at this point, so, and they're three kids. Okay, uh, oh. so so slap. Um, talk about a little bit about Charles for a second. So does that mean now, because she's gone, does that mean that they have to put his ass on the money? 
Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's already started. They're go- they're going to start phasing out all the queen's all, all the money with the queen's head on it. And um, come on, really? It'll it'll be Charles. Yeah, no, that's because it's just. I mean, prior to that, it was I believe her father was George the Sixth. So um, it used to have George's uh, face on it. Now it will ha- then it had Elizabeth's. Now it will have uh, Charles's face on it. And the thing is, is that now the national anthem of the United Kingdom is no longer "God Save the Queen." It's "God Save the King." Oh, they changed that mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. So are they going to have ru- all- are they, they going to have room on the uh, the actual money itself for his ears? <laughs> see, see what I, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Oh. Yep, there yeah. it is. Uh, <laughs> You'll do well in UK comedy. Right. You'll you'll kill you'll kill on the European circuit. I'll be you know? at UK Zanies next month. Uh, so uh, there you go. Um, all right. Well, so what now? Now, so the the times that you met you and Liz, you and Lizzie go back a a, a long way. Uh, yes. You ever go out? You ever go out and buy her? I, some some people some people say that uh, that the Queen was kind of a party animal. Oh, yes. There was one time. Oh, my God. This was absolutely mad. She was on a mad one. We went to this club called uh, Duckingham Row, where it's it's you bet on rubber duck races and you bet. So but you don't bet money. You bet drinks. So we're in this pub in the middle of pretty much nowhere called yeah. Duckingham Row. And we're betting on rubber duck races, and she's, I mean, I've never seen a woman drink that much Guinness in my life. It was unbelievable. She was absolutely pissed and just yelling <laughs> and screaming. She's she's throwing around the royal jewels. She's, she's wow. just, oh, wow. she's calling She's calling people names. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, she threatened. She threatened at one point to eat a chicken live. She was going, feathers and all. She was going to just bite oh the head off a chicken. So, so she was and going. She, she said, "She, she, she said, I'm going to bite her head off a chicken because Aussie doesn't have shit on me." Wow. She said wow. that to so my she, face. That's I what she said. She said because Aussie doesn't have shit on me. Yes, and wow. then she. We we decided it was time for her to go home, so we went for a cheeky McDonald's on the way back and dropped wow. her off she get in a, a shop in a in a shopping cart in front of Buckingham Palace. Oh, at about four in the morning. Wow. Oh wow. So so she she was going to go full on royal geek. Yeah, I, I mean that was her <laughs> that was her nickname when she used to play ladies rugby. Was the royal geek? <laughs> so she had a tendency. Where to do, who to gave her a chicken though? Who gave her I the mean, chicken? Uh, Esmeralda, it's the English countryside. There's just chickens. Like, right. Just, they're just oh. around. Like, they're allowed. Oh, chicken, uh, chickens, Esmeralda, I don't know if you know this or not, but in the UK, chickens are allowed to vote. I don't know if you... They, they oh. are, and they yeah. typically vote conservative, <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> be <That's>, careful. <laughs> That's why Truss has gotten so much support. That's why, I mean, she's I, huge I, I, with... Her, her voting well, base is pork. entirely poultry. Yeah. Pork and chicken. That's pork and chicken. Well, no, but like, she's... The chickens, are, I'm sure, are happy. They, they are getting the spotlight off of them and onto the pork. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. That's she, it. she actually has introduced a measure into the parliament that says that chickens will now be considered mm. people. Uh, now, do you think oh, wow. that Char- will Charles continue uh, in the style with which that uh, with his mother with, with, with what his mother did in the uh, on the throne? Will he continue? You think? I mean, in terms of being a resolute rock on which to build British identity, absolutely not. Uh, in terms of faffing about like a complete dipshit, 
Yeah, probably. Ah. I mean, you know, I mean, she, Elizabeth was the last royal with any semblance of class because, I mean, what have we now? We've got Charles, whose hands look like swollen, you know, surgeon's gloves. Have you ever taken a look at them? They're, they're just, they look like they're about to burst. It's, it's, imagine Oof. if you took a plastic glove and filled it with uncooked sausage. That is what you're dealing with in terms of Charles. And then who's he? Who's he married to? That bloody woman, that floozy Camilla. Yeah. I mean, come on, come yeah. on. She, she's, she's uh, as tarted up yeah. as it come, as they come. Truly, yeah. and I mean, I mean, Prince Andrew, Prince Andrew, who's a, he's a pedophile. Yes, he's a yes. pedophile mm. for God's sake. So I mean, and who knows about the rest of them because they just go around wearing hats. You know, that's, right, I don't know right. what they and do. Yeah, well, I mean, here's another. I have a question now. now I don't know, uh, Slap, if you have a connection to the afterlife, if you ever speak with anyone up in heaven um, or in the afterlife. I mean, mainly just, uh, I mean, I've talked with uh, Jonathan Winters a few times. He's a riot. He's an absolute riot. <laughs> still, huh? Um, still yeah, still t- does t- bits. Even, even, uh, in his, even in Beyond the Grave, he does bits. Yeah, oh, that's a, a great, m- incredible bits. Last time I saw, last time I talked to him, he comes through in yeah. a bloody toga and with the with the laurels around his head. I'm just like, what are you on about? And, yeah. and you know, he's just incredible. Wow. Well, the question is though, in, in terms of the afterlife, um, do you think that uh, when when uh, uh, the queen passed away on Friday or Thursday? Sorry, Thursday, when she passed away, uh, do you think as she ascended into the uh, afterworld? Uh, that Princess Di was waiting with some brass knucks to knock her fucking head in? Do you think that was... Uh, uh, I, I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, it's, it's basically the Queen versus Princess Diana and, like, what? The entire population of India that suffered under British rule. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, you take your bets there. I don't know if yeah. you use DraftKings, but I've taken the under. <laughs> I've taken the under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, draft kings. It's, it's right. you know, I mean, listen, I'll put I'll put as fine a point on it as I possibly can. People are complicated. Uh certainly Queen Elizabeth II was complicated. Yeah. Her place yeah. in history is complicated. I'm not coming here to say that she alone did all the evil that the British Empire ever did. It's just not true. It's not true. However, she had the unfortunate position of having to represent everything Ah. that the monarchy has done, were doing, and will ever do. So it's, um, I, I trust people will be, uh, you know, completely nuanced in their opinion and definitely not, uh, just right. screaming complete BS <laughs> right. into no. their computers. People yes. will be very smart about the words that they say. Well, I mean, if if you know if there's any indication of how the internet and social media work, people will be uh, very thoughtful uh, and intelligent in what they post. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I mean, every time I go on Twitter, I I look at Twitter and I say, my God, finally, the great form of intelligence, a a forum where I can share ideas. This is this is the marketplace of ideas that we were talking Mm -hmm. about all those years ago. We have finally done it. We've done it. And um, I mean, we've pretty much reached the peak of civilization. Maybe that's why Elizabeth had to go. She said, finally, the Western culture has reached its zenith she you know what it was surely i can't stick around i can go now tiktok is there yeah tiktok is there to take (laughs) care of my people um i'm out i've sat through enough i've witnessed 
every possible thing a human being can witness. Yeah. Now I leave it to you, an app created by the Chinese to track information. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, Captain. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, con- uh, 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 conspiracy. Hey, uh, Esmeralda, did you do, now? Are you a are you a fan of the royal family? Do you follow the royal family? Or are you one of these? Uh, of these Americans who are like, oh, I got to watch the wedding and I got to follow this. And I'm fascinated. You, are you fascinated at all by that? Uh, no. The yeah. Good riddance. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so Sla- Slap, do you have any, uh, is there, do you have any theories as to why there are some, because I, quite frankly, I, it's not possible for me to care less about anything that the Royal family uh, has ever done. Ever, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm no offense to you, Slap. Uh, of course, none taken, Nicholas. But, none taken. But have you have you ever <laughs> thought about why so many Americans are fascinated by every move that they make, and why the gossip sheets are so filled with, you know, a, a family that we as Americans probably shouldn't give a shit about? Well, you know, it's. Um, I think it's because it's the one thing we don't have. Ah. It's it's history. No, it's, it's one the thing way that. It's, that that we don't have, not you have it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, we 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 mean uh, them, I'm, the American citizens. Yeah. Well, I okay. mean, I'm actually a dual citizen. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got. And so, you were speaking. Um, you were speaking under your other citizenship at that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Now let me switch back to being British. Uh, it's the one thing you bloody people don't have is a is a sense is a sense of of true deep and and listen. Cha- I mean, the American experiment's incredible. It's an incredible thing. It's a beautiful thing that America has created. Yes. It is a a messy process, but yeah. I believe in the American people. But um, you've got less than two hundred fifty years under your belt. Yeah, um, we invented, uh, you know, modern, uh, you know, kind of government with the Magna Carta in twelve fifteen. You're welcome. <laughs> thank by you. the way, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and and I think I think it's just it's a sort of deep tradition that Americans just aren't used to having yet it's something right. that feels that tr- it goes back to a time before our you know so many people can even remember i mean we're generations and generations and um i, I think it's okay to be fascinated by it genuinely because it does come from a long lineage of really interesting history mm-hmm. but um you know that said sometimes things come to a close eventually and if the monarchy comes to a close i mean i think it'll be unfortunate on a certain sense and i hope that the british government does what it needs to do to preserve the artifacts from that from that time like buckingham palace and and uh, Balmoral Castle, all this beautiful architecture, land, all this good stuff. But I think, um, you know, the Americans got right. Uh, the king can kiss my ass. You know? Wow. That's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, you know, so you're going to come back uh, at some point uh, in the future uh, and, and join us regularly for, you know, as the greatest, uh, the, the greatest quiz master of all time. Um, yes, but absolutely. I, and in a very weird coincidence, though, um, you and our, our friend Tom Hush, uh, you guys are both getting married, from what I understand. Yep. Um, absolutely. Very at, a cool. dual, oh, wow. at a dual ceremony. Um, yes, um, my good pal Tom, that, that cheeky, cheeky monkey. Um, we're, we're both getting married the exact same day to mm-hmm. two wonderful women 
and um, it's going to be great. So I'll be taking a little bit of time off while we do the final preparation. I mean, I've got to figure out where to park the submarine, Nick. I, That's I mean, the first thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Are not going to be in the submarine? No, no, uh, it won't be, <laughs> but it will It will involve the submarine. I mean, when we Are leave gonna... the actual reception, we'll be getting into the submarine in order to do, go do our uh, honeymoon around the Antarctic. Right now, now are you tying? Are you going to tie cans on the back of the on the back of the submarine with a just just married sign on the back? Yes, except it'll be um, there'll be kind of uh, just tins of of Heinz baked beans. Right, of oh course. yeah, em- empty, you gotta be... empty. <laughs> right, right. I got gotcha. you. You got to be very British about it. I understand. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I'm in for a penny, in for a pound, Nick. That's, That's who right. I am. That's well, okay. Like. So uh, in the preparation here, because you got a couple of months, but you're, 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 it's creeping up on you. We're about two months away. Yes. Um, and so you're going to be taking a little time off, but we wanted to get your thoughts on the Queen, and uh, and and how, and how are your relatives in the Slapley family uh, feeling after the loss of Queen Elizabeth? Is everybody? You know, I know you were inconsolable for about 42 seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so what, what's happening with the Slap, Slapley family? Well, it, it's kind of interesting because my family crosses uh, national lines. I'm actually the only English member, um, you know, except for my parents. And so my, uh, my extended family are all Scottish and Irish. Mm. And so when they found out that the Queen had died um i i gave them a call and uh they just started singing they started singing i said na 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 lizzie's in a box in a box lizzie's in a box and and i thought that was just a bit a bit off color but you know i mean they've got their own they're entitled to their opinions i i saw some of the the wonderful things that the scots and the irish uh the irish uh folks were were posting on on social media they didn't wait very long to jump into it though did they slap they 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 uh they 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 let their thoughts be known immediately oh i think we've lost slap slap are you there i think we lost slap it might have been his you know, hurting. I, I think, you know what it was? I believe it's the authorities. I believe the British authorities oh, boy. Heard, heard what he was saying and, and, and cut him off. Maybe. Well, now they um, want to question him. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we lost him, but that's okay because we were going to, we were going to, uh, we're going to lose slap anyway. Uh, but uh, so anyway, we wanted to get his thoughts. How about that, Esmeralda? It's always interesting to get the thoughts from, from uh, the other side of the pond, on, especially when, when, when something like this you know, historically happens. Are you there? Did we lose Esmeralda too? <laughs> we did. Okay. Oh, hi. Did Esmeralda. you? Hey. I'm right here. Okay. I didn't know where you were. <laughs> right I thought here. you were gone. All right. Well, we did lose Slap. I'm right here. Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank Slap for, uh, for, being, uh, for being with us. Let me do this. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, there we go. Are you there? Is he, I'm here. No, okay, now it looks like Slap is coming back. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> is he still, well, I mean, you did play the music. I'm, I did play the music. <laughs> is Slap there now? Slap, are you there? Are you there, Slap? No. Oh, okay. Maybe. It doesn't look like he's I there. I think he's gone, yeah. All right, I think he's gone. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, all right, Esmeralda, let's continue on with our stuff. Oh, uh, let's continue with our stuff. Are you there, Slap? Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, slap. I'm trying. There we go. Ah, I don't know we what just, that we was. Just, we were just saying goodbye to you, slap. 
Are you? Okay. I know. Well, let's let's make it quick then. Okay. We'll make it quick so you get it clean. All right. Goodbye, Slap. Oh, goodness. Bye, Slap. All right. See you later. I'm going to play this and you're out. <laughs> Bye. All right. I love you all. I'll see, see you in a later. few months. There you go. There goes Goodbye. Slap. Bye. Bye, Slap. Wow. Not a, uh, not a technical problem in there at all. Huh? No. <laughs> it's, you know, what it was. It, like you said, uh, it, those British officials. The British officials heard what he was saying. The, they heard yeah, what he was the, saying. Uh, we, we have to shut Slap up, man. He can't exactly. talk that way. All so. the sounds and stuff. Yeah, that's them yeah, listening. That's not good, man. That's not good. Well, anyway. It's well, you and I are here. M- Hi, Esmeralda. Now it's M- so- M- M5. Oh, no, wait. That's the highway. M- M1. What's the, N- the, uh, M- What's yeah, the M5. The M I The M16, I believe, is there. M- is that, is that their M1 FBI? M- yeah, I don't know. Secret service of the... Uh, <laughs> the M1... Uh, uh, what is it? F whatever uh, the uh british m16 it's the m16 it is is that right. m16 yeah. okay yeah, M16. i think the m m5 though is a uh highway i think <laughs> life is a highway how about that song remember that stupid ass song yeah okay. i hear that song all the time what where where are you going where you're hearing anywhere that? really you don't hear that i hear it all the time like supermarket uh I think I've heard it on TV, like the commercials. They no, mm-hmm. really? I, you know, you, you want to know? You want to know a great yeah. place to hear that, Esmeralda? What's that? There's an old sketch uh, from SNL where uh, Tracy Morgan was the host, and he played a filmmaker who made a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they interview him. I think it was Kristen Wiig who was like the host of this show, and they were interviewing him, and he did a movie about a dog. And mm-hmm. every clip that they showed at the end of the clip, they played, Love is a highway. And it was Tracy Morgan saying, ha, 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 like laughing about it. But anyway, that's the only thing that I remember about that song is that I hate it. So, all right. <laughs> um, oh, oh, very good. Man, right. God damn it, Nick. All right. I'll give you asthma. Oh, look here. Wait, wait a minute. We get a... Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, Hi. and I love Nick's show. So, um, Esmeralda, we got more weird laws to talk about. Yes. Now, uh, how did we begin the Esma Olis Law Firm? How did that way? Esma Olis Law Firm. How did that, how did that, do we, can we trace back to how that started? Well, I think just because of the laws, some of these were ridiculous. And I was like, well, if you get in trouble, we're going to represent you. That's right. (laughs) So if you have any troubles with weird laws, we can represent you. Esmeralda. Yeah is mm-hmm. the, the main attorney, and I mm-hmm. am her assistant bitch. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, we do have a commercial that we would like to, mm-hmm. uh, to share with, the, uh, with our, yeah. with our yeah, subscribers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is a commercial. Uh, the phone number is there. If you're having any illegal issues with weird laws that we were talking about, and we're going to talk about more weird Illinois laws in a second. But we want to make sure that you know that the Esmeralda Law Firm uh, the Esma, the Esma Olis law firm is ready for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all mm-hmm. right, so Esma, uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here is uh, the official commercial for the Esma Olis law firm. Esma Olis law firm. In this crazy world, we have some pretty crazy laws. It's time to fight back. Esma Olis law firm. With some crazy lawyers. Esma Olis law firm. Are you the victim of some ancient guideline? We're looking at you, South Carolina. Apparently, horses can't be kept in bathtubs. Ugh. 
I mean, like I knew that. It's my oldest law firm. We'll fight for you. Now, let's be clear. Regular law? They have no clue. Obscure law? They're the ones. Esma Oles Lawfer. Esma is the lawyer. Nick's the bitch. Esma Oles Lawfer. So remember, if you find yourself in Arkansas, it's illegal to mispronounce the word Arkansas. But don't worry, you have Esma Oles Lawfer. Esma Oles Lawfer. 773-417-6948. Esma Oles Lawfer is fake and completely made up. And if you thought this was real, man, you really need help. Esma Oles Lawfer. Esma Oles Lawfer. There it is. Nice. So we hope we can help you. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't realize the the link that you sent me for these weird facts then has all the states, right? Mm. Uh of weird fat and you know, all the weird laws in all the different states. Uh and I understand this makes complete sense, but Wisconsin has a lot of butter laws. <laughs> butter as in butter laws. But, yeah, butter like, as in B U T T E R. Yes, like yeah, yeah, like. The well, kind give me a from, few of them. What are what are some of a, a uh, few? Of their... Well, okay, so uh, <laughs> this 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 is great because we're part of it. As people used to smuggle it in from Illinois, all yellow butter substitute is banned. <laughs> Apparently, at one time, margarine was illegal. I don't blame them. I, uh, butter yeah. substitutes are not allowed to be served in state prisons. Wow. Yeah, they got. Butter laws. They're, but they're very. <laughs> I, mean, I get pr- it. They're very proud of their dairy products in in, right. in 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 Wisconsin as they should be. They are the dairy yeah. state. Under it, it makes sense. Understood. And I actually I know this isn't a law, but I believe for a while nobody carried a uh, carry gold butter in Wisconsin. And why is that? Because they have their own butter. Oh, okay. So um, no so, no butter from any place else but Wisconsin and well, no Well, I think the 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 Kerrygold. Oh, a par- Oh wait, it was a law. Wow. I oh, knew wait, that oh, you wait, couldn't Oh wait, wait a minute. I, law firm. Okay. So this was in t- <laughs> 2018. So now oh. it's legal. Oh, okay. But but before that, apparently Kerrygold butter was illegal in Wisconsin. Well, explain to people who might not know what is Kerrygold butter. So Kerrygold butter is Yeah. Uh, made in Ireland, right? And they claim that the it's made from dairy cows that all they eat for I think they say like three hundred and fifty days a year they eat grass, so it's actually really good because that means it's grass fed cows. The milk is going to be better. Um, it's like supposed to be healthier than um, cows that eat whatever feed they give them. I see. Uh, and so Wisconsin, I think, took took offense. Um, so this, it, the law dates back to 1970. Uh, according to a statewide regulation that dates back to 1970, all butter sold in Wisconsin must bear either a federal or Wisconsin-grade mark. Kerrygold, which is processed, packaged, and graded in Ireland, did not. So you weren't allowed to sell Kerrygold butter. You would have, uh, you could face a thousand dollars in fines or up to six months in prison. Real? Wow! <laughs> six Apparently months in it was prison. Not, so they didn't really enforce it. It's, this article says, but it wasn't enforced until 2015. That is so because crazy. people got mad. People were getting mad that they were selling British, or they had, um, Kerrygold butter, Irish right. butter. 
So there were protests and petitions, and there was even a lawsuit. Um, Wow. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. But for some reason, I don't know why. You know what? Uh, That doesn't really shock me, though. I mean, I don't know why. Because, I mean, they're so... I mean, Wisconsin is so closely associated with everything that is dairy. Yeah, I would think that they would just be fine with eating Wisconsin butter. You would think so, yeah. Maybe that's why they were so pissed. I was like, how dare you bring in... We have the best butter in the world, not just the state or the country. Well, yeah, I think... That's what they had to do, and then they had to do the the rule, I guess, this law. But still, I mean, I understand it because people don't want to be told <laughs> they can't do something. Sure. Wow. Okay. So for there to be a law about it, they're more like, no, I'm yeah, going to eat that. But carrot yeah, gold. but you break a but you break a butter law, and you're in you're in the Huskow for six months. That seems a little six months. That seems a little much for me. I don't. I'm really I, curious, like who, if anybody, got six months in prison? Like, were they smuggling in just yeah pallets and pallets of Kerrygold butter? And that's who gets in trouble. Yeah, they had it. They had it hid in their garage. Wow. Like the, the Wisconsin cops came in, opened up the garage, and there were like 50,000 50, pounds of Kerrygold butter. And they brought in a cow. They brought in an Irish cow. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. I could. You know what? I can understand the margarine. Oh, the absolutely. One that it says margarine is illegal. Yeah. It's not. Um, I I read somewhere that said it was like it's a few molecules away from essentially being plastic. Yeah, I have never. Uh, I grew up in a. I grew up in a family. Uh, my 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 mom. Uh, well, I grew up in a family. Me and my parents. So it was just, <laughs> you grew up in a family. I grew up in a family with just me and my parents. But for some reason, when I was a kid, there was a lot of butter substitute. I, I think my parents, like in the seventies, yeah. in the seventies, it was like somehow, like in the mid to late seventies, it was like, uh, you know what, butter's not good for you. It's right. better if you get the butter substitute or whatever you get. And you know, you got the country crock. And all that other shit. Mm-hmm. No, um, I grew up. I grew up eating uh, country crock, and can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, we only used stick butter for cooking. Right. Yes, that's what my mom still does. My mom still does that. She has the tub of like, it's like part butter, part. You know how they do the mixture where it's like thirty percent mm-hmm. butter, seventy percent bullshit. Yeah, she has that in the tub. But when she cooks or bakes, it's stick butter. It's like the real stick yeah. butter, and that's it. Um, if you were to go to, to my fridge right now, which is literally about eight feet away from where I'm sitting right now, Mm -hmm. real butter, man. I don't fuck around. Yeah. I got, I got, uh, (laughs) Aldi, Aldi Kerrygold butter. Yeah. No, I got, I got the real butter. Knock off, knock off Kerrygold butter from Aldi. Yeah. Yeah, But it's butter. It's actual butter. It's the real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know me in dairy products, Esmeralda. You know how much milk I drink and it's not the bullshit. I don't drink the dishwater. Whole milk, baby. Whole milk. (laughs) None of that dishwater shit. I don't do the fat-free. I don't do the low-fat or the 1% or the 2%. Whole fucking milk. I don't mess around. You and my, you and my mom, she cannot go a day without drinking milk. Although I she's, dr- she switched. She switched to 2%. She did? We grew, up with, we grew up with whole, but then, you know, you got to lay off a little bit. Too much fat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, uh, you know, we've talked about this a million times before. I, I go through a gallon of milk a week and I live alone. Wow. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of the same at my house. My my dad is lactose intolerant, so he doesn't drink her milk. And then my brother, who lives with him, I guess he drinks milk maybe sometimes. But no, my mom's the sole Listen, person drinking milk. You you and you, me and your mom are going to get get to. We have to get together and hang out. 
We have to just what, drink milk and just drink milk. I think I should. I think I need to go to Joliet like this oh weekend and just, just hang out milk. with your mom and just like let's drink a couple gallons of milk together. Let's drink milk and for the weekend. For the weekend, <laughs> let her let her have whole. Let her have whole milk for the weekend. No, she's she's the one who does the two. Like she she made that decision. Yeah, that I know, a... but I think she maybe if I come over and I'm like, hey, listen, just for the weekend. Well, but the thing is, it tastes come on, come on. too thick now. No, it doesn't. Like even I can't drink whole milk. Really, oh, no, it's like no, no, it's no. it tastes like you're drinking cream. But it's yeah. But see, to me, whenever I go like someplace and I, like my parents, they do have milk. My dad, they don't drink milk, but my dad drinks. My dad has cereal, you know, during the week. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I go over there and I do have a glass of milk, it's that two percent shit. And as soon as I drink it, I'm like, oh god, because it's it's like <laughs> like how can you drink this? This it's dishwater. This isn't milk. And then yet when I pour a whole glass of milk, people are like, Jesus Christ, what are you, is that whipping cream? What do you, you know? I mean, that's how it, if you're not used to it, that's what it tastes like. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I mean, yeah, if you're, you're still used to it, you still drink it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now since I've, I haven't really uh, done that, it tastes, yeah, it tastes like cream. It's delicious. Which it feels very luxurious when you do that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it just feels normal to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no milk laws. I no don't think. Mil- no milk laws in in what regard? In Wisconsin. Oh, but butter laws exist, but no milk laws. Butter laws, yeah. There's butter laws. No, no milk. Not not that I can. Hmm. Nope. Okay. Uh, now, nope. now you you said your dad your your dad is lactose intolerant. Yes. Now, before he became, what, has he always been lactose intolerant, or is it something he was diagnosed um, with? Yeah, ever since I've. Okay. Ever since growing up, and but there was, was lactose milk. He's he has that. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, has he tried lactate? Yeah, that's what okay. he drinks. Because it tastes good. I don't know. Yeah, it tastes sweet. It's good. <laughs> it's it's really good. It tastes, I drink it. I drink I, it sometimes. I, I, I like it. I like the taste do, of it. Do you know we've been there've been some difficulties uh, with milk lately? You know, in terms of price and in terms of availability, as we all know, a mm-hmm. lot of. And so every once in a while, if I run out of milk, I run across the street to Walgreens. But it's not like Walgreens is known for their dairy. <laughs> you know right. Mean? So whatever they have, I'll grab, you know, if I need milk. And they had mm-hmm. no real milk. They only had half gallons of lactate. Mm, so okay. I bought a half a gallon of lactate, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll suffer through this. And it's actually good. It's tasty. Yeah. Um, and it's thick, it's too. Good. It's like whole milk. It's like whole milk consistency. Yeah. So, and it's kind of sweet. At least the ones yeah. that he buys, is it's a little sweet. Yeah. Um, I did find a milk law in Uh-oh. Indiana. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Milk law in Indiana. It's my oldest lover. All right, what's that? Liquor stores may not sell milk. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. In, in, this is in Indiana? Yes. Is there a reason? Does it say why or no? No. No, it so they not. can't sell milk in a liquor store. They got a lot of drinking laws in Indiana. Well, it's Indiana. They need it. They need as many drinking laws as possible. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Uh, apparently, it is illegal for a liquor store to sell cold soft drinks. What? Hmm. I, I, okay. Well, the yeah. milk thing. Yeah. The milk thing. Okay, I don't understand the milk thing unless, of course, they associate <laughs> they associate milk with uh, children. I guess maybe. You can't sell children products Maybe, yeah, in a liquor store. Yeah, soda too. I guess. I get, no, but I mean, but here's but the how thing. do you make your store, white Russians? Exactly. How do you make your white Russian? <laughs> and, and then if you if you're not going to sell pop, how the hell do you make a rum and coke, which is like one of the most popular right? drinks in the world? Okay, I don't understand that at all. 
But um, yeah, but I can understand liquor laws in in, in Indiana being strict. I don't know why. I, <laughs> I just think somehow in my in the back of my mind, yeah, let's make the sense. liquor laws a little more strict in Indiana. Let, let's. I've it's been like, to Indiana, yeah. and I've I've gotten drunk in Indiana, so I think yeah, I understand that thing. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. Well, the butter laws. Those are they're yeah. not going to don't fuck around and don't fuck around in Wisconsin with butter. Six months in the Hooskow, man. Right? They wow. have another one here. Uh, where did it go? It's something about restaurants and butter. <laughs> restaurants and butter. You can't bring in outside butter. Like you can't bring in outside condiments. No, I think it was just something about like they can't have it or. Okay. I lost it. It's gone. <laughs> well, how about a, a, a? Here's another. I got another one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, wait, I found it real quick. Oh, you got you. Okay. Margarine, margarine may not be substituted for butter in restaurants unless it is requested by the customer. Well, that seems fair to me. Could you then sue? Oh my gosh. You could probably like sue the restaurant. I would sue the shit out of them if I went in there and said, hey man, that's not butter. You served me bread and butter and that's, that's margarine. That's it. Margarine. How dare you? This place is getting (laughs) shut down. Oh God. Yes. All right, how about this one? Uh, in, in Let's see. In Evanston, mm-hmm. bowling is forbidden. Now that can't be. It's my oldest law firm. I think we need to get on that one. Let me see if there's any bowling alleys. There have to be bowling alleys in Evanston. Let's there see. have to be. Matt, Morton Grove. Bowling, alley, bowling is forbidden. It says here, in Evanston, bowling is forbidden. How is that possible? Bowling is like, that's America, baby. That, bowling, well, apparently bowling. Not, in, not in communist Evanston. No. <laughs> <laughs> communist Evanston. How can you not? there is any. That's no, ridiculous. We have to look into this. Do I know anybody? I, I, just, I, have, I, have, I have many friends who are from Evanston or lived in Evanston. I mean, um, what would I mean? It would come up, right? I typed in Evanston Bowling. Evanston Bowling Alley. There's got to be a bowling alley. And I alley. have no. Let's see, Evans. Here's an Evanston. Do you have to travel to Winnetka to go bowling? Is that, what, is that what you have to do? This one's called Evanston Bowling. Oh wait, this is Wyoming. There's an yeah, Evanston no, no, that's that's. Hold yeah. on, let me do Evanston. Evanston, Illinois, Illinois. bowling. But I mean, you can't. No, you can't go to Evanston. No bowling. But it looks like there's none in Evanston. So what do you got to do? You got to go to Lincolnwood. You got to go around. I got to go to Lincolnwood to do my bowling. So no, seriously. I so I looked it up. Google gave me the list of places. Yeah. And none are in Evanston. No bowling in Evanston. If you are in Evanston. Morton Grove, Niles. So surround those are all surrounding suburbs. Yeah. Those are all very, very near and surrounding Evanston. But apparently you can't bowl in Evanston. If you're from Evanston, Holy moly. you need to leave us a voicemail and tell us uh, why. <laughs> 773-417-6948. That's also the uh, the phone number for it's my So we need to get on that. That's weird. Although That's... it does say um, this is an article by The Patch that says um, that bowling is is legal there. Hmm. <laughs> it's legal. You can bowl there. But, well, then why isn't there any there bowling, no bowling alleys? alleys? Okay. I find that very weird. Now, another North Shore. You ready for this one? Kenilworth. Mm-hmm. Kenilworth. That's, by the way, where uh, the incredible, the wonderful uh, Roy Leonard uh, and his family lived. 
nice. Roy Leonard uh, had a lovely home in Kenilworth. I don't know why, but he invited me several times. Um, but it's, but <laughs> Kenilworth is... I don't have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was invited to his home in Kenilworth, but I was there many times. But Kenilworth, this mm-hmm. is a law in Kenilworth. You ready? Yes. A rooster must step back 300 feet from any residence if he wishes to crow. <laughs> I'm a- it's my oldest lover. That's right. A rooster must imagining. step back 300 feet from any residence if he wishes to crow. So step back, bitch. If you think about crowing. They're I, just people with measuring tapes. I got like, a tape okay, measure. I got a tape allowed. measure. And if you, if, you go, if you are even remotely closer than 300 feet and you start crowing, you're going right to the, right to the, to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> I'm also just imagining all the roosters lining up. Someone with their little tape measure and be like, go ahead. You may crow. You go ahead. Go ahead. But I can imagine like the, the, the roosters just like gathering together um, and just like to piss off the neighbors and, and be exactly 300 feet from a residence and just start crowing all night or all morning for three hours just to piss them <laughs> off because of that law. <laughs> How about this one? I, I also like the idea to think that roosters are petty. They are. They're assholes. <laughs> well, I mean, one of their na- Hold on. Here's one. What you know? What you know? One of the terms for a rooster is a cock. So, uh, uh, see what I did there. See? Hello. <laughs> see what I did there. See. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How about this in Moline? Mm-hmm. From the Quad Cities, our good friend uh, Spike O'Dell spent some great time on the radio in the Quad Cities. Uh, in Moline, here's one. You ready for this? Are you ready for this one, Esmeralda? You're the lawyer. This is the one that, you know. Right. Ice skating at Riverside Pond in Moline during the months of June and August are prohibited. I guess July's okay. But I, <laughs> I just don't even know how that would happen. I don't even You know? Like, <laughs> that's just, uh, uh, sure, yeah. Okay. Just make that illegal. Does it June, matter? June and August. So every other month. July is okay. though. July, fine. Once you July know. hits. Once July hits, it's okay. You can swim, basically, is what you're what you're going to do there. But yeah, no ice skating in the Riverside Pond in Moline during the months hmm. of June and August is prohibited. We'll see about that. Well, you're going to get your <laughs> ice skates on right now. I'm going to go out there. That's it. Um, in normal Illinois. Hmm. Oh, you're gonna like this one. It's my oldest lover. Let's get let's get on this one, Esmeralda. I think you and I need to really get in there, uh, take some notes, and see something about this law. In normal mm-hmm. Illinois, it is against the law to make faces at dogs. I will make a face at whoever I want to, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's a dog. Is it? I wonder if what it is like slander or something. <laughs> I guess it's illegal to make faces at dogs in normal Illinois. Because I guess maybe because that's not normal behavior. No. See what I'm doing there? Man, I guess man. I could see why you wouldn't want to do that. Hmm. Um, because, you know, usually dogs or usually laws are made because something happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that someone made a face at a dog and then maybe the dog took his face. Oh, I see. <laughs> Ah, I don't know. Gotcha. I'm just, you know. No, that makes sense to me. Dogs, uh, sometimes dogs will mess you up. Well, you know what happened to you? Do you remember the actor Jan Michael Vincent, Esmeralda? 
Uh, yes. Jan Michael Vincent was a hot young stud actor in the 70s. He was in like uh, Hooper and White Line Fever, uh, Shadow of the Hawk. He was a, a, the young ladies in the 70s loved Jan Michael Vincent, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. as he got older and, you know, uh, you know, his career kind of ended and he, you know, fell upon hard times and was into the booze and the drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he lost his looks completely because he was, I'm telling you, if you look up, Esmeralda, if you were to Google Jan Michael Vincent, yeah. like from the 70s, yeah. oh, man. I mean, as beautiful a 70s human as you'll ever see. Well, <laughs> he did not He did not age well, and all the booze and the drugs didn't help. And uh, he actually was walking past a guy's house in his neighborhood in L.A., and the mm-hmm. guy had a, a pit bull on a chain, mm-hmm. you know, in his front yard. And, uh, and Jan Michael Vincent was drunk and came up and started, like, messing with the dog and getting in its face and screaming at it and stuff. And the guy on the porch was like, hey, uh, you know, you don't want to mess with my dog. He will, he will attack you. And Jan Michael Vincent, star of, you know, White Line Fever and Hooper, is like, yeah, fuck you. I don't care about your goddamn dog. And blah, 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 blah. And he was messing with the dog. And the guy's like, I'm warning you. Uh, this is not good. And the dog jumped up, bit off Jan Michael Vincent's lip. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Bit his lip off. And so Jan Michael Vincent, you know, uh, had to retrieve his lip from the dog. <laughs> From the dog and then go to the emergency room and have his lip surgically sewn back onto his Yikes. face. And then he continued to live after that for a while. Um, right, and you can he live. Was, yeah. he, was one of those, he was one of those guys that, you know, you, you remember when uh, 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 Howard Stern went through a major period where he would just like bring people on and mock them? Well, he doesn't do it as much anymore. But that long period of time where Howard Stern would have people on who were once famous and were on, you know, in, in a bad way and he would mock them. Mm-hmm. Well, Jan Michael Vincent was one of those guys, and Jan Michael Vincent came on on his show pretty regularly after his lip was re-sewn on, and you know, oh. you know, and he would come back, he would come on Howard Stern and all that stuff. But yeah, he mm-hmm. he went up and he and he was and he was you know, and the dog and the guy were fully on the, they were on his property. He was on their property, and the, and the dog was leashed up, tied to the porch. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so the man like, and he told him he said, "Don't mess with my dog," and he's like, "I don't give a shit." And then the dog bit off Jan Michael Vincent's lip. yeah that could have been way worse so that's probably why that that law exists um yeah don't make faces at dogs don't make faces at dogs dogs you don't know right you might get jan michael vincent yeah they should probably just make faces at dogs you don't know all right in in connection with that this this is the last one we'll do and this is in zion you know that's where uh that's where uh neo is from that's where neo (laughs) and the gang is from (laughs) yes uh zion (laughs) Um, all right, here's a good one. You ready? This connects to what we were just talking about, Esmeralda. You ready? Yes. Tell me your thoughts on this. It is illegal for anyone to give lit cigars to dogs, cats, or any other domesticated animals. Um, you know what? That's one I think I'm going to uh, not fight. Because uh-huh. I don't think, well, one, I don't really think animals know how to smoke. Mm-hmm. So they probably just eat the lit cigar, right. which uh, is not good, unless the domesticated animal is a monkey. <laughs> what? Have you not seen monkeys that smoke? Of course they I smoke. have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes, I, I don't think, uh, well, they don't, yeah. So dogs, cats, most don't have opposable thumbs to hold lit cigars. <laughs> so no, no lit cigars. That's in Zion. So they, so, you know. So yeah, I'm when just get... I'm gonna say that's okay for okay. that to be illegal. I think it well, might be a fire hazard as well. Yeah, 
All right. Have you ever tried to uh, give your cat a cigar? No. No, I have not. Okay. I don't think he'd be into it. Well, you can do it here, <laughs> but if you go to Zion, you can't. Right. Don't so, do it in Zion. Don't do it in Zion. So, you know, because Neo's going to stop you. Neo and Trinity are going to stop you <laughs> from doing that. Uh, so, anyway. All right. Well, that's, those are some, some more laws. We have many more that we will go through uh, in the future, but that's it's it. my oldest law firm. That's right. So I wonder how many phone calls we're going to get, Esmeralda, for people who need help. Yeah, I would where, love to try to represent anyone. Where did you study? I've been told where, I could be where, a lawyer. Uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, School of Life. <laughs> I got gotcha. All right. That makes you qualified for the Esma Olis yeah. Law Firm, I think. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm certainly qualified to be your bitch. I know that. <laughs> I have been told by at least two people yeah. that I should have been a lawyer. Because mm-hmm. I argue enough, so by that by that count, I deem myself uh, a lawyer. Okay. Well, here's the commercial <laughs> one more time. It's my oldest law firm. In this crazy world, we have some pretty crazy laws. It's time to fight back. It's my oldest law firm. With some crazy lawyers. It's my oldest law firm. Are you the victim of some ancient guideline? We're looking at you, South Carolina. Apparently, horses can't be kept in bathtubs. Ugh. I mean, like I knew that. It's my oldest law firm. We'll fight for you. Now, let's be clear. Regular law? They have no clue. Obscure law? They're the ones. Esma Oles Law Firm. Esma is the lawyer. Nick's the bitch. Esma Oles Law Firm. So remember, if you find yourself in Arkansas, it's illegal to mispronounce the word Arkansas. But don't worry, you have Esma Oles Law Firm. Esma Oles Law Firm. 773-417-6948. Esma Oles Law Firm is fake and completely made up. And if you thought this was real, man, you really need help. Esma Oles Law Firm. Esma Oles Law Firm. That's right. So call us. <laughs> what I think is funny is that you're my bitch, yet you are still a partner. <laughs> well, that was kind of you to do that. Uh, that was kind of you to do that. So, um, you know, you have the title, but... I appreciate yeah. that. I have no power at all. No power at right. all. But, but, uh, it's but a sign that's fact. just in name only. So would, that be, so would that be like if you said Arkansas? That would be... Uh, I guess, yeah. That yeah. would be... That's not how you say it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure Arkansas. that out. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, they would not be happy with that. Well, and And by the way, put you in jail. All of those laws that we've just talked about are absolutely real, and we'll get back to those at some other time. And if you want to share your stories, if you've ever found a weird law where you uh, are from, or if you've ever broken a law that you thought was weird, uh, and you need the help, or you just want to share your story, seven seven three four one seven six nine four eight or nickdpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, also, anyone my, who yeah. lives in Evanston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyone bowling who, alley. Yeah, yeah, what's the deal with bowling in Evanston? Because I, I Jer- couldn't find one. I'm Jerry Seinfeld, apparently. <laughs> what's the deal with bowling in Evanston? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, I think it's time for... Wait a minute. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell. Hi, and hi, I oh, love hi Carrie. Hi, Carrie. I know you've got to dry off from the storms, but wait a minute. <laughs> it's the best part of the week, baby. It's time to hear something funny. With your music intro. Ah! It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Nick's dad tells a joke. Yeah. What'd I say? It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Nick's dad tells a joke. Ah, yes! 
The same incredibly talented man who did that uh, theme song is also the one responsible for the Esmo Olis law firm commercial and uh, and jingle, and that's Jason Skaggs. Yeah. Hey, my dad's here. Uh, Esmeralda, are you ready for a joke from my dad? Always. Here we go. Okay, Dad, go ahead, man. Judge asked a motorist, why did you park your car here? Well, Judge, there was a sign that read, fine for parking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, that... Uh, that I could not represent. No, you can't do that one. No, that's not going to fit into the... That's not going to work. That was jokey, jokey, jokey time. It was a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Nick's dad told a joke. All right. See, get it? Fine for parking. See? Fine? Because it's fine. You get fined, but it's parking. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What well, do you think your cat would look cool? Do you think your cat would look cool with a cigar? Smoking? Yeah. <laughs> a cigar. Um, I mean probably. Yeah. And then we put a little hat on him too. Got to put a hat, give him some, you know what you got to do is you got to give him like a deck of cards like he's playing. Right. Oh, recreate the recreate the, the actual playing painting. poker. Yeah, but, but, but with, cat, with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> with you and Colin and he's the dealer. And oh, there you go. That's what you should do. <laughs> that's absolutely you, that's what i think you should do and do it in zion to laugh yeah, in their uh, faces of that rule exactly <laughs> you know it doesn't matter how much kung fu you know uh how much kung fu neo knows doesn't matter <laughs> go go home talk to the oracle my man my 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 cat's smoking a cigar right now buddy <laughs> so uh all right hey the next time we uh we chat and we'll, we'll uh, we've got a whole bunch of these laws we'll get back to them at, at different uh you know, during different uh, episodes, we'll, we'll jump back yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah. And we do have the law firm. And again, if you want to call the Esmolas Law Firm with your stories, and if you're mm-hmm. from Evanston, and you want to talk about bowling, 773 <laughs> Or but tell the us next... if there is a bowling alley, yeah. I can find one. I can't, I, don't, I can't believe that. I have friends from, I'm, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to call my friends from Evanston and say, <laughs> were you deprived of bowling when you were a kid? Like, this is were... important. This is really important. <laughs> I can't imagine my friends from Evanston having to go elsewhere across the border in the middle of the night, you had to sneak over the border to bowl. All right, where are you guys going? All right, get in the back of the truck. Hide in the back of the truck because we're going to take you to the bowling alley. <laughs> oh, God. Bunch of illegals in the back of the truck going across the border to bowl. I wonder if you get in trouble if you have bowling paraphernalia. Yeah, what if you... Can you walk around in Evanston in bowling shoes? What happens there? You might get stopped. You might get hassled. You might get thrown in jail. What if you're walking around and on the back of your shoe it says like nine on it or ten? We have bowling, bowling shirts. Can't wear a bowling shirt in Evanston. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. 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 I've got a couple of bowling shirts. I used to be on teams. Yeah. Well, don't take them to Evanston. Can't wear them in Evanston. I'll go right to the Hoosco. (laughs) You want to get get in trouble. With the other guys that are there who came in from Wisconsin with the imported butter. They don't want that happening either. Well, listen, the next time we talk, Esmeralda, I was just, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 um, I want to talk about terrible songs that sold millions of records. Oh, yeah. So think about mm-hmm. that, okay? Think about songs mm-hmm. that were incredibly popular, that sold millions and millions of records. You couldn't get away from them on the radio. You couldn't get away from them on mm-hmm. MTV. Incredibly popular mm-hmm. songs that absolutely suck. Okay? Yeah. You think about yeah. that. I'll think about it. And then on Friday, we'll talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. And also on Friday, uh, uh, my good friend, uh, uh, my good friends Eric Childress and Steve Procopi will join us, nice. uh, and we will nice. review a bunch of new movies, including uh, Viola Davis kicking copious amounts of ass as the Woman King. Oh yeah, Ooh, nice. baby! <laughs> oh, did I enjoy that movie? I'm actually not supposed to talk about it until then, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And you know there were a lot of people in the, and there were a lot of women in the movie I've never really seen before. They're kind of newcomers, oh, and they all bust ass, man. It's oh, and Viola Davis just rules. I mean, please. yeah, no, I've I've watched that trailer. Whew. Please, man. So the trailer anyway. alone, yeah, very satisfying to watch. Well, the whole movie. And by the way, it's like two and a half hours long, and it feels like it's twenty minutes. It mm. goes by like yeah, that. ooh. Uh, and then, uh, yes, a good movie. we'll review that and clerks three, the new clerks movie from mm-hmm. Kevin Smith is out Pearl, which is the prequel to the horror movie X is coming out mm-hmm. and, uh, confess Fletch, which is the new Fletch movie with John Hamm as Fletch instead of Chevy Chase oh. taking over the character. So all that coming up, uh, when, uh, Eric and Steve join me and Esmeralda joins me and we'll talk about terrible songs that sold millions. Esmeralda, have a lovely, uh, have a lovely couple of days and we'll talk to you on uh, Friday. Yeah. And uh, yes. hey, if you want to be a sponsor on our podcast, please do advertise with us. Contact us and say, I want to buy some ads. Sales at radiomisfits.com. Uh, the number for voicemail uh, is 773-417-6948. Email uh, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. My thanks to Jason Skaggs for the incredible work and especially the new Esma Olis <laughs> commercial. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Esmeralda, his turnaround on that, he got back to, he did that in a day and a half. That's, I told him. And, wow. Ridiculous. Amazing. He's amazing. Uh, please take the time to rate and review us. This podcast is available on any and every platform where you can get your podcast and go to radiomisfits.com for more. So my thanks to everybody, and we will talk to you next time uh, when we uh, when we hit the Radio Misfits podcast airwaves with the Nick D podcast. Thanks, everybody. The wind is right